Before we kick off the show, I needed to quickly tell you something. We are running the biggest course for flooring professionals on the 10th and the 11th of July this year. We have already sold out all of the VIP tickets. But if you've not already grabbed your tickets, now is the time to do so. Visit the website cockerellandco.co.uk and it's forward slash training or just click on the training tab. There are the tickets. If you add the code into the coupon box podcast, so just simply enter the word podcast, that will get you a one-off discount so you can attend this. So if you are completely committed to creating structure and more profit in your flowing business, this is the course for you. Now sit back, relax, enjoy the show, and thank you so much for listening. This episode is in partnership with Roomvo. Roomvo is the number one room visualization tool used by manufacturers, retailers across the globe. To find out more information, visit get.roomvo.com. Welcome to the podcast, Stephen. Uh, first of all, who is Stephen Johnson? Yeah, I'm Stephen, and I am from Chadwick Carpets, based in Liverpool, um, and we are a carpet and flooring business, basically. So, um, yeah, we do carpets, naturals, LDT, vinyls, um, yeah, and a bit of bespoke stuff with whipping, tape binding, things like that as well, which is all done in-house. So that's pretty much who we are and what we do. And I've seen you've been going nearly 50 years in the carpet trade, is that right? That's right, yes. So what is this from granddad or what, what what's the story behind how how has it come about? You're still in the game 50 years later. So yeah, I'm basically the third generation. So it was my granddad who was um, Fred Chadwick. Um then his daughter, who's Sandra Chadwick, is the current director of the business, and I'm her son. So um yeah, that's pretty much how it's still going. And generation to generation, just all the way down. And and have you got kids, Stephen, or are they yeah. I've got two beautiful little girls, age four and two. So, um, do, do you think they might follow the carpet? Uh, maybe not the carpet fitting, but do you think they'll be um, earmarked for running the show? Sure, Tom, that's that's a really good question, actually, because it's one of them things where I've had this conversation with other people saying, um, "So, you know, you're in the job fitting, whatever you're doing, um, and would you want your children to do the same thing?" Where Immediately, I was saying absolutely no chance. You know, it's it's hard work, and what you know, it's it's something you wouldn't really want them to do when you do it yourself. But at the same time, if it's something that they they had the passion for, like you know, I've got pretty passionate myself about floor, and so, but not everyone's got that, you know. So it's um, if they wanted to do it, yeah, I'd be really proud. So brilliant. Um, so, are you on the tools? Are you working directly with your mum, or what? What's your role currently in the business? Installing, basically, yeah, installing every day, basically. So, so yeah, you, you were trying to try and avoid the the shop, um, or are you are you happy out with the knife and? Uh... Yeah, sometimes I'll, you know, I get the occasional time in the shop and stuff. We go and measure and stuff as well. So, um, yeah, I um would like to get more involved in the business, but it's hard to get installers in, kind of thing. So. I kind of, I'm kind of stuck doing the install side, basically, but I'm happy doing that at the same time. And have you done this since 16, 18, since leaving school, or how long have you actually been out, out, out fitting? And how did it start? Properly fitting, I'd say I was 17, so 
yeah. Um, obviously, from a young age, probably about seven or eight, I was coming out on jobs, you know, to the shop, obviously, been with dad at the time. And with other fitters, I was getting picked up from school, coming back here, you know, getting juggled between the business. And, yeah, I just did a bit of this, bit of that, you know, did what I could. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of been in it most of my life, really, but fitting since I was 17, properly. Okay. And is your is granddad still about? Is he still involved in the business? or No, so he passed away in 2013. So, yeah, he, he retired from this business in 1990, I think it was. And, yeah, Sandra's run it since then. Um, and I work along with Sandra since, uh, obviously, since I started fitting, so... And I know we're going to have to completely be 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 honest with this next question, and it is going to go live to the world. I'm sure your mum will listen to this. What's it like working with family? What's it like working with your mum? I think it's it's great. It's it, it, it's it's great overall. It's 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 hard to balance. I mean, to be fair, I've got my mum. I've got my sister who does the sales. Um, one of the fitters who does the carpets with us. He's one of the best mates. He was my best man. You know, went to school and stuff like that. So. Technically, I'd say that's like family as well. So it's fully, you know, family orientated. So it's um, it's got its pros, it's got its cons, but I think overall, yeah, it works. It works well. Yeah, it works for us anyway. Well, if it's held together for 50 years, it certainly must do. So what are the go-to products? Uh, is it just carpets, a bit of LVT? Do you know any woods or what are, your, what are your sort of go-to products in the shop? Yeah, so carpets, predominantly, it always has been pretty much carpets but as the years have gone on we've got obviously a lot of training behind us to move on to different things like lvt do a lot of naturals fit a lot of size or try to avoid seagrass as probably most fitters will say because it's just a nightmare uh in my opinion but uh yeah size is a great one you know carpets lvt vinyl safety flooring that kind of thing not wood like you um it's something that i'd like to get into right. but Obviously, until we can get someone to cover the carpet side, I wouldn't move on to something else. Yeah. Um, so. so excluding probably challenges with finding staff to, to do the fitting and, and I'll exclude COVID and supply issues, well, since you've been in the game, what do you think the biggest problem currently is with the flooring industry as a general? Um, Probably, I'd have to say, there's probably a couple, but I'd probably say the big ones... There's too much bad fitting, I'd say, out there, and you, people get away with it as well. Where we, we, you know, you take a lot of pride in what you do and stuff like that, and um, there's not nothing really in place. Hence, why we joined like the NICF, just because customers see it as a recognised body, and you know, we like to do things properly. But there's not enough of that in the trade overall. Um, probably the rec recruitment side as well, you know. Get, getting people in to do it. You've got training from the start, which is, you know, finding the right people to do it. So it's, they're, they're probably the main challenges, I'd say, that we face. Brilliant. And what jobs have you been on with this week? What, what's going on at the, at the moment? What what jobs have you got on and recently? <clears throat> anything interesting? Yeah, so we've just um, we've done quite a few. We've done a sizable job at the start of the week. It was a nice stay runner. Um, Quite a lot of carpets this week, too fair. So, um, and got a herringbone next week with one of the other fitters. So, yeah, so got quite a balanced week, really. Like to do a bit, bit of change each day. So, brilliant. And um, 
is there anything even from when you when your granddad was about or anything like that what what do you think the best bit of advice you've ever received that you use weekly when you're out on the tools or best remember, advice yeah best advice Ooh, um there's loads of bits of advice but the um probably um never say no to a cup of tea because you won't get asked again so maybe that's that's probably the best thing I'm, it's every day isn't it so it's something that we live by you know so <laughs> I, i'm currently having a, a full nightmare with that at the moment because i decided in my wisdom to do where uh, 365 days caffeine free so if i get okay. offered a cup of cup of tea or coffee i have to carry my own tea bags in my pocket because <laughs> i can't have generic uh yorkshire or tetley tea um and normal coffee it has to be decaf so I've literally okay. got beans full of coffee, but yeah. So it's a great question. Um, it's a great bit of advice, but it's... Uh... <laughs> right. Um, is there any jobs over the years um, that you've done um, that you're super proud of? Have you done any celebrities? Have you done any, like, huge hotels? Or anything that stands <laughs> out, like, was the absolute bollocks, and you thought, yeah, you know, that's that's a real cool job. Even if it was something small, but what what's the, one of the best projects you've been involved with? Hmm. Um, I, do you know what? I like working in churches. I've, we've done quite a lot of churches where it's like a lovely, you know, 80-20 red carpet kind of thing. They're, they're my kind of jobs. Um, recently, yeah, I've done a, we've, we've done a Premier League footballer for my own t- for my favourite team yeah. just before Christmas, really. So, yeah, that's probably the proudest job yeah. because it was that's somewhere I always dreamed of doing work for footballers, being a big football fan myself. So, yeah, that was a big one for us and over the years what do you think is the biggest fuck up you've ever done (laughs) god's made a few of them um gone through you know to be fair i've been through a couple of one pipe you obviously you get a couple of wires um it's between two actually um which one shall i say there's one where we've done a carpet tile job and it's a big room like a conference room yeah and there was like three of us on it. So it's um, doubled up on one of the checkerboards, basically, underneath a bit of furniture. So we have to take the whole thing up again to start that pattern running through. Right. Um, so that was that was that wasn't fun. We always had all the cuts around the side and stuff. So yeah, that was a that was annoying. We have to add another day onto the job for it. So oh, brilliant. And what what do you think the um obviously you've answered what the best bit of advice, but what do you think the worst bit of advice someone has ever ever given you? while running a flooring business? Worst advice? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Um, probably, probably going back to 10 years ago, whatever, there's, there was more fitters for us then, and it was all about speed. So yeah, I'd probably say speed is the worst advice because there are people out there who want to just chuck a room down 50 quid, back in the shop in half an hour for the next job, and... You know, they earn a ton of money, but they're just doing terrible work, you know. So, so, so in, in that sense, I'd say speed, I think, take your time, get the job right, and build on that. So, worst advice is probably, yeah, the speed side. Oh, brilliant. And how are you guys finding your customers? I'm assuming there must be a lot of word of mouth <laughs> being in the business, you know, 50 years. You've got, a, you know, many generations of clients where carpets have been fitted in the local area, but... Uh, what's the best like either marketing tactics or okay you know um obviously as i said i think there'd be a lot of word of mouth but what else have you done to keep people coming through the shop door 
um, consistently? You know, we'll keep on the train of you know for nearly fifty years. Um, probably word of mouth is probably the biggest one. Um, repeat customers, which we do all the time, which is which is nice. Um, social media, quite a lot. Of social media. They're probably the three main ones that we do. Um, okay. To get people through. And um, what are your personal favourites? Like, if you built your dream house today, um, what what flooring choices would you be putting in? Um. Okay, so I'd, I'd probably say sizal from the stairs up and um, Carnine blonde oak downstairs, herringbone. And would the sizal go through all the bedrooms as well, or just? Uh... I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably would. I don't think my wife would be happy, but I think, I think I would because I, I love um, maybe a, some of the some carpeting you know, but um, I think size does last forever and it's great and it's and I enjoy fitting it as well. So I wouldn't mind fitting it. And what what have you actually got fitted to the house now? The one you're living in now? Abingdon carpets in size on the stairs and landing and. Downstairs, it's just like a um a wood plank on a forty-five with some half mirror in the kitchen. That's, that's all LVT downstairs. Hey, hope you're enjoying the show so far. Just a quick reminder: tenth and the eleventh of July, we want to see you there. Flooring freedom. Visit the website cockrellandco.co.uk and grab your tickets now. Enter the code podcast, get the discount. Now sit back, keep enjoying the show. Thanks. So what we'll do is we're going to go into the quick fire round. And what is your go-to drink? Uh, tea, coffee, or is there something else you're drinking out or every day out on the tools? Oh, cup of tea. Cup of tea, Tom, all the time. Brilliant. And holidays, skiing or sunbathing? Sunbathing, I think. I've never done skiing. I'd like to do it, but I love the sun. You know, being bad. Yeah, definitely. Brilliant. And if you won five million pounds on the lottery this evening, what are the first five things you would spend it on? The first five things. So probably pay off mortgages and any debts to like family and friends, things like that. Make sure everyone's all right. Um, try and take more time off work, maybe. Get the weekends back. Yeah. <laughs> um, give a lot to charity, I think. Um, there's a local... Um, Animal rescue near me, um, and I think I'd love to just give them quite a lot, you know, to keep them going because I think they're great. Um, probably invest quite a lot of it as well, and a nice holiday for the family. Do you mean? Have you got? Uh, are you a car guy? Would you buy any cars or anything like that, or upgrade your van or is it a van or a car? <laughs> what would you be out buying? Oh, both. I think I'd get. I like. I like a transporter, um, more of a mid-sized van rather than driving a big one all the time. Um, I'd love a Ford Mustang. Um, a new one? That's a good question, actually. I always support a new one, but I'd like a classic one as well. So get two. Yeah, you, you've got five well, million, so you, you could get two. Get two. Get two. Both <laughs> the same colour, that would look cool. Would... Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then more importantly, uh, Five Guys, Burger King or Domino's, which would be your, your go-to takeaway if you had only the three to choose? Um. I'd go with Domino's on that one, Tom, I think. So where can people find you? What social platforms are you hiding on? 
best place to find us is Instagram and Facebook. We're in the process of getting the website done this year. So, yeah, so we'll have a website soon as well. Um, we've got the showroom based in Waterloo, um, which you're always welcome to come to, 9 to 5, or even on the NICF directory. That's that's how quite a few people come to come to find me anyway. So, yeah, this, they're probably the main ways to contact us. Brilliant. All right, Stephen, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've enjoyed this one. It was great. Oh, thank you very much, Tom. Thanks for having me. If you'd like to find out more information about what we do, you can visit our website at cockerellandco.co.uk. That's cockerellandco.co.uk. We also have an Instagram account, which is cockerellandco, and also we are on Facebook. Once again, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, and we look forward to seeing you here again soon.